And we're live. You love that. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's Shakana, aka the Perfect Therapist. And hey, y'all, it's Bria, aka Bria's Corner. And we're so excited to be back with our third podcast episode. We're so excited. What we're going to be talking about today is going to get home for a lot of you guys. What are we talking mm-hmm. about today? The Perfect Therapist. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, aka Bria's Corner, when we are. <laughs> Discussing professional self-care. What? Yes, it's a thing. And we're talking about it today. All right. right. Get your, get your tea so ready. Nervous. Get your wine. I'm so Why nervous because I'll be having people going to quit their job. Lord, we're just gonna <laughs> y'all get the message behind what I'm you saying. Quit a job. Quit quick. Fuck, I got license, fuck, I got graduate. Uh-uh, you don't need to be there. Uh-uh, it's time for you to go. Uh-uh. Right, it's time to go. Very much so. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're right, you're right. I would say that this is one of probably one of the most important self-cares because this is where you spend majority of your time. So Absolutely. this is where you really need to be aligned with is this really benefiting me? Is it giving me the energy that I need? All the above. So right. yeah. I think you made a great point with that, Bria. Um, and we're just gonna, you know, hop right into the things because uh, you know, we 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 wanna we wanna try to try to keep it keep it within a nice time constraint this time. We're gonna try to yeah. Try to be right by the people, but um. So what I I love what you said about um about making sure that it's right for you because I think people like don't take that pause in the first place. Like mm-hmm. you need to in the same way we do like audits with our like our finances with our friends with family members and stuff like that. We need to do audits for where we're where where we are working. Like how is it serving it serving us? What is it doing for us? Are there things that we want to grow in? Is it allowing us to grow in that place? Do you feel comfortable there? Do you feel inspired there? Um, because like you said, Rhea, majority of the time is, is there. 40 hours a week is no joke. Like, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do more. Mm-hmm. And when I say more, that means taking what you're thinking about for work and taking it home. And you're mm-hmm. thinking about it or something went bad. So that's really consumed your entire day. Right. Um, yeah. Not to mention when you're talking about the idea of like some of those keys around anxiety and depression and mm-hmm. how those things like really come from even like that hopelessness that might stem from being in a position that you don't need to be in. Then all of a sudden it kind of like, it spreads out into all these other areas of your life because you don't feel fulfilled. So it's like trying Mm -hmm. to make sure that you allow yourself the room to check and see like, is this a place that fits me? And if it's not, what can I do to start navigating a better opportunity for myself? What does that even look like? And give yourself permission to do so because you can, okay? And you can. can. You can be healthy in all areas, especially in your job. I know for me personally, the first time that I realized that I was depressed was because of a job. Mm. And I started there because I'm like, why am I just so like stressed out? Like, why am I just, I just don't feel like myself. And my therapist was straight up like, look, when you talk about your job, you're in this because of your job. And you need to figure out if it's something that it can change within as you are at work, or if you need to be looking for a space outside of it. And after I did what you said, like went over everything, like, okay, like is how is this benefiting me? And it was not benefiting me at all. It was benefiting the people I work for, but not me at all. Um, so I had to make a God move. Like I turned in that 
two weeks notice. And let me tell you how God works. We were going on like a Christmas break and my boss was like, yeah, like you don't have to worry about it. Like we'll pay you up until January, but you don't have to come back to work. I'm like, look at God. God right. like, and this is not about God, but everything's about God. But he he understands his children. Like, he knows what you need. Like, I was depressed. Like, self-care was not even a thing. I was going going to work, crying, maybe eating a little bit and going to sleep and just repeating it every day. And then on the weekends, I worried about my job and my boss or whatever. And then I just kept doing it. And I look back at pictures. And when I tell you my acne was terrible, like, my Mm -hmm. hair was terrible i was at my worst and you don't realize how it's like deteriorating you yeah you fully step outside and be like you know what let me review what's going on and how can i change it so i think that's gonna be if you guys got anything from that story is to really take that step of faith and really talk to god because you know when things when people are mistreating you when you're doing more than what you're supposed to be doing and and you still don't have that financial security or whatever the case may be so that's just a little bit about my journey with professional self-care and now i'm in a space that i love it but i intentionally interview my boss on the interview like okay like say it again say it again say it again but what's your leadership style? Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you guys give mental health days? Because that was something important. And so my job now, like if I took my boss right now, I'm like, look, I got to take a half a day for my mental health. She's like, great. Put it in your calendar. And that's okay. Like that is so important um, to have that space professionally. I think that's so good. Um, mainly because it's like the, I, when we're talking about what it means to, like show up for yourself and things like that. Um, it can be scary. It can be really intimidating, but a lot of people stay in spaces and positions because they feel like they don't have any choices. And I think that um, if nothing else, giving like everybody listening, give yourself permission to make a decision that's best suits you. It helps you in the long run of stuff. When you're thinking about, and it might not be entrepreneurship for you. It might not be um, uh, leaving a job immediately or anything like that. It might be you developing an exit strategy to help you build to what it is your next steps are for yourself or the yes. things that do bring you fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Or identifying within the company and the space that you work in, what does getting into a better spot here look like? Or is that even possible? Um, for me personally, a lot of times, professionally, I've done a lot. I've bounced around and it's a thing. And, <laughs> and, okay. and it's going to have to be because that's what we're doing. But I think that one of the biggest things I've learned is that, well, what has bring, given me a certain amount of solace is the idea of let me just be of service and do my best as I can in this space for whatever time I'm allotted to be here. And that yeah. kept me from being being in that space where I feel like, oh, I owe these people three or five years, or I owe these people this, or I owe those people that. They just get my that the they only thing I owe them is the best version of myself. And the only way they get the best version of myself is if I'm in a position where I feel like I'm taking care of mentally, spiritually, emotionally, mm-hmm. and financially, 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 yeah. and allow myself to, the opportunity to if I need to pivot in that way, pivot or make room for myself in that way. And I think it has been especially when you consider the work that we do like as therapists, as um, as working in any type of public service um, in general, interacting with people, you take on whether you realize it or not the weight of other people. Like you take it with you when you go places. You take it yeah. with you, their concerns, their their um, their their failures sometimes, things that things that you feel like 
might not have worked out. And you can do that thing to talk about, Bria, where you kind of like go home. And I kind of think too, it's like more than just like the literal physical labor, physical inventory of what's going on, like like physical moments of you being at that job. But it's like the mental labor that you have to do on yes, top of that. It was like, so daunting. I'm like, these girl, in my head, like, I'm sick of this. Yeah. The mental labor alone, because I, even when I was teaching, um, before I became a therapist, it was the idea of like, you go, you do these lesson plans, you grade these papers, you do all this stuff, but you're there for those eight hours at the job. But in order for you to really like complete and execute the things that you need to, there was another like five or six hours you were doing outside of work weekly, like minimum. And yeah. so it's like trying to make sure that you don't violate what you know is true for yourself and what you know is is best best practices for you and checking in with that stuff. But here's the other thing about this whole entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like if I could sum it up, and like a bigger, like another space, the responsibility, you have to do your due diligence as it relates to the picking your job, like you said earlier, mm-hmm. Bria, but it also as it relates to monitoring your mental health outside of it. Like mm-hmm. somewhere along the line professionally, I don't know if this is true for you too, Bria, but somewhere along the line professionally, like during the week, my schedule for before and after work completely shifted when I started getting into like my actual career. Mm-hmm. Like what I listened to on my way to work and what I listened to after work, who I talked to before mm-hmm. and after work, who I'm yeah. around during the week, all the kind of stuff took a shift so I can make sure that I was taking care of doing my part of exactly. taking care of myself. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, no. That's so important. So you're bringing up some good stuff. <laughs> and uh, see, I wish I had this podcast when I was going through, but like everything you said wholeheartedly, like you being a teacher, I, my, one of my best friends is a teacher and I tell her all the time, look, I know you're there for the kids. And I know that, you know, you want to make a change, but you can't make a change in somebody else's life. And you are literally pouring from an empty cup. Yep. Like yep. then they get that frustrated teacher, like, so, like something's always wrong or you know, like, and then when we want to go out and have a good time, you pondering on, oh man, like I got to do my lesson plan. Or, oh, I messed this up. You know, like leaving work at work. I tell people now, look, I have a work phone and I have a regular phone. So that work phone is under something during the weekend. And when I'm off work at five o'clock, it's off. If you need to reach me, if it's that important, you're going to have to look for my personal number. So if you're going to do all that, then it's important. But I'm so conscious about cutting it off. I love my job. I love what I do, but I also love myself. Yeah. Also like what I do for myself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And that is my self-care. And that has been, I think, the number one valuable thing with getting me back to myself after suffering depression. And, you know, I still have anxiety moments, but that's one of the things is choosing myself intentionally. And like last time on our podcast, we talked about in relationships, you use that same mindset in your relationship with your job. It's the same thing. What you're gonna say? You got. (laughs) But even to your point about the using the same thing, the intentionality with dating, like even the idea of like dating a profession or dating your career and things like that. I think that we have to get out of the space of thinking like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do, and this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life, and this is it. But uh, like, no, it could change. Not only can you change, but you, as your life changes, as your self care changes, as your needs change, so does that. Your professional goals might change. Yeah. And you have to do the due diligence again, that word of like taking responsibility and being a good steward, even of your intellect, your body, your spirit, your emotions and, and your purpose too. Come to on. be able to make sure that whatever it is that you're selecting. Don't on this podcast today, Ms. Lee. Do not <laughs> on this podcast today. Because the thing is, is that we we get into these ruts and we're like, oh, I'm so unfulfilled. I'm da da da. But the due diligence at the get go, who are you? How does this align with your values? How does this align with like how you want to show up? 
How does this align with like who you want to be, what your professional goals are in the future? And if they don't, if they aren't aligning, then something needs to be adjusted. Something got to shake because mm-hmm. a majority of the time that fulfillment, that lack of fulfillment you're having and that disconnect that you're having is because you're doing something not based off of a purpose, not aligned with something bigger mm-hmm. than yourself, not aligned with something that can be self-satisfying, right? It's you're doing something out of like, I mean, financial, like, let, let me tell you, finance, finances is a great motivator. No, it's, it's a big deal. I'm not going to lie. It's a, great, it's, a, it's a great motivator, but is it a sustainable one? Is it a once you've accomplished this goal and mastered these things and gotten these degrees and gotten this position, is what you're doing when you wake up in the morning something else that makes you feel proud and it puts you in a place of gratitude? And if it doesn't, then something needs to be adjusted. But yeah, there's so many stories in history or even a couple years ago where people, millionaires, you know, are taking their own lives just because money is not what sustains you, like you said. Like it is how you take care of yourself, how you see yourself and all these other amazing things. Now let me say this though. You do need money. Like when I was broke, so looking crazy. (laughs) So we're not saying don't get your bag. We're not saying that. But we're saying with your bag, you also should be able to wake up in the morning and be happy about what you do or you know, and every day is not going to be butterflies. I'm not telling you to go quit your job if your boss made you mad today. We're not saying that. But if every day you're going to this job and you are depressed, you are not yourself, you don't have a life, then it's now time to do, uh, what did you call it? An audit. Yeah. And uh, that's it. It's <laughs> now time for you to do an audit of, okay, let me see if I need to be hopping on Indeed. Um <laughs> Or whatever the case may be, because when it comes to professional self-care, if that's lacking, then it's also going to go into your relationship. And if that relationship is like, it's just placebos down. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so, so important. And yeah, girl. I think too, um, to add to what you're saying about the, because here's the other part too. If you are working a job that you don't like, or you're not happy with and things like that, like, also, it's like a healthy, there's a healthy realm of this. Check The reason why we're auditing and checking ourselves is to see like, is it, because, again, like making sure that I'm preparing what I'm doing before and after work is helping me show up in the right way. But also like, do you, is it a, is it issues with authority? Is it issues with you being able to like really show up as your best, best self? Is it issues of you not being able to take criticism and things like, because there's a, there's like a whole bunch of other factors that might be playing a part into why you feel the way you feel at your job. But I promise you, if you check yourself in the sense of saying, like, how can I be of service today and letting that be the guiding factor? Mm -hmm. How can I show up my best today? How can I receive? How can I receive and grow? Like, what is this space trying to teach me? Like, that's like, really, what is this space trying to teach me? It can help you get to another, like, it can really make it, make it to where this place is a place of service for you. So, Bree, I got a question. Okay, what's up? How can we, what is it that we can do, you think, to help us make sure that we are, like aware of our professional self-care and engaging in healthy professional self-care? What can we do? Yeah, that's a like awesome question. So the first thing as a person who's dealt with this, not once, but twice, I think the first thing that I do is I check myself. Like I know myself, like Mm -hmm. I check in with myself every day. Mm -hmm. So if my check-ins are looking like the same, like, so now I need to go to the drawing board. And like you said, do that audit. Like, okay, like what is it about this job? And sometimes I'm a person, and some people have different views on this, but I'm the person, I eliminate the problem. So if the problem is that 
I'm not able to answer all my emails and I'm strung out, then I go to my boss and let her know that. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. him, her, whoever it is. That's mm-hmm. the audit, eliminating the problem. Like if I don't have enough time to do such and such, but this is a requirement, then I go to my boss and say that. Now, if it's my boss, how she leaves, how he or she leaves, or how they talk to me, how they down me, I'm a little, I'm a little name in the problem. And I'll be real with you guys, like, and I don't have any kids and I'm not married. So I guess I could have done this. And I was younger as well. But I could have job effective immediately. Like, because I'm like, no, I'm not taking this. Now, granted, God blessed me to have a savings and I was able to do that. But because I cared about myself so much and I knew I couldn't do it one more day or I wasn't going to be here. I want y'all to hear me. I wasn't going to be here. It was like either that job or me. And that day I had to choose myself. So going back to your question, it's doing that audit, like making sure and eliminating the problem as it is. So being open enough to know, okay, it's because I don't have enough time to do that. Open communication. But if it's a job as a whole and I'm not enjoying it, I got to figure out what it is. So that's what I would do. Well, that's what I have done. And it's worked out. And pray, pray, pray. Because now I'm in a job that I love so much. Like, I can't see past it. Like, I'm like, (laughs) I'm here. Like, (laughs) I love it so much. I love my boss. Like, I love what I do. I still get to help people. But I still have time for myself. And those are the goals. But what about you? How would you answer that question? I think my first thing would be, again, with the whole taking inventory of myself, but like really, really, really getting to know myself to to be sure. Because you can, you can go to as many change your job, you're going to be with you at every place you work. Mm-hmm. So if you was a problem, this lady, her name is Katina Eddie. She used to say that to me all the time. We was assistant principal when I was um, a school counselor. But and no matter where you go, you're going to be with you every place you work. Yeah, so sure. you gotta make sure you check in with yourself. Like, okay, mm-hmm. so am I really showing up as my best? My best? Am I doing mm-hmm. all I can do? Right before I start saying bump this, bump this job, bump them, blah, blah, they talk to the trade. Yeah, and that's like, what I mean too. I'm yeah. sorry when I say that. That's what no, I mean. I, mean, I, I, think, I know this. You, I know what you're saying. <laughs> but it's like it's, it, and even then, um, I think my pastor's even spoken to it before too. But the idea of like just operating in the spirit of excellence, when you operate in the spirit of excellence, your tolerance level for stuff can be a little bit lower because you know are smaller because you know what you what you are bringing, what you're doing at the table. So I think that's the first thing is really checking with yourself honestly. Like, okay, be real, Shakira. Like, is it a time management issue on your end, or is it really too much work? Is it, are you taking on too many responsibilities outside of this space or da 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 da? And those checking those things have been the thing that kind of like helped me better understand. So being really brutally honest with myself and my, about my, about what's working for me and my areas of opportunity, that's like my first thing. My second thing is to make sure that I am really being intentional about taking care of myself outside of work too. If my relationships, my friendships, if everything else is all wonky, if I'm not seeing somebody regularly to get some like mental and emotional support, if I'm not doing the things I need to do, like drinking my water, like eating eating a, a nutritious and health like party nutritious meals throughout the day, all these things. Add, I'm a hang. I'm when I get hungry, I'm angry. I'm irritated. Like it's bad. So I need to make sure that I'm doing those things to make sure in the self care realm I'm supporting myself outside of my professional space. And when I do show up professionally, you're getting the best possible version of me. But I think like once you do those two things, like you checking yourself and then making sure you're doing what you need to do in supports. Then at that point, it's like, okay, let's be really honest about who I am and what I want. What does my identity say? You might find, which is like kind of interesting because it's the world I'm in right now. You might find that at the end of the day, there's a whole other realm or version of myself 
that exists that I haven't seen anywhere else. And I'm literally having to make my own lane. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, there's a you have to be really intentional with yourself. There has to be a, super, a certain level of validation that you get from yourself and the understanding you have with yourself. But even that alone in itself, like if you know that you're supposed to be doing something on your complete own, like in your own lane, anywhere you work is going to be uncomfortable because you're not supposed to be there. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not going to be that's not going to be anything that you realize until you tap in with yourself and see like what do you want. Who are you? What, what what makes your soul happy? What makes you feel satisfied? What makes you go through the day and be like, oh, God is good. The day is good. Everything is just yeah. great. If you what what are the things that make you feel that? And that will be something that will help you kind of like be able to identify a little bit better about how you can show up professionally and what professional self care might look like for you. Yes, and period. That's like period. Like that's the I, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> no, but literally because we like at twenty minutes now, so that won't hurt me. <laughs> Girl, because we can go. We, we can, can, we can, we can, we can. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think this was helpful. This was even helpful for me. That was, this was yeah, helpful. it was helpful for me too. And we honestly really hope that it's helpful for our listeners. We see that we have like 14 downloads now. Like, <gasps> crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm like, somebody's actually listening to us. What? Yeah, and we would love y'all's feedback. Like, if you got something from this podcast, or if you get something from this podcast, let us know. We love to, we would love to hear from you guys. Um, so yeah, professional self care. I hope you guys take these tips, Miss Lee. You want to end it with anything? Girl, that's it, girl. This is great, girl. This is great. This was good. This was good. <laughs> um, I like. I think that. Um, I think it's a necessary conversation. I think it filled me up, so I hope it feels real too. I appreciate you know you listening. Thank you. Yes. All right. Well, again, it's Bria, aka Bria's Corner. It's Shakana, aka the Perfect Therapist. Love you guys. Love and light. Bye.